We are a candy corn house. I know that that is a strong opinion. There are people in the world who don't like candy corn at all. And that's fine. Candy You're, corn's like cilantro. Yeah, you either love it or you don't love it. Yeah. Right. And the people who love it, love it. The people who don't love it, hate it. So I expected when I put up a poll, I just did it for fun, you know, some candy corn and said, do you love it or hate it? I expected it to be close to 50-50. What I didn't expect. Was it close to 50-50? Uh-huh. Okay. Slight edge on love it. I think I put yum, barf. And I think it was like 60% yum, 40% barf. What I didn't expect was the number of comments I got about very specifically about candy corn from the people who like it. Uh, an astronomical number of comments, people saying that it has to be Brock's. B, I think I'm saying B-R-A-C-H-S. that. B-R-A-C-H-S. Right. It has to be Brock's brand candy corn. No other candy corn brand will do. Now, I would normally totally agree with you because I think I, that's the only brand that I buy. I think they've kind of cornered that market. However, last weekend, we were at this like random, it was like a fancy, it was like a little market kind of thing. And they had, I don't know if, I assume they don't make it. I don't know where they got it from, but it wasn't too sweet. It almost tasted like frosting and it was delicious. Dare I say the best candy corn I've ever had. And it was not as sweet as Brock's. I don't know where I would even begin to go look for that because it was like an hour and a half away from our house. You know, I might never have it again, but if you love Brock's, this was, this was good. I wonder if like maybe fresh market. That's such a tease. I had the best candy. I can't tell you where to get it, but it's the best candy corn. It's so good. But maybe I'll go to like Fresh Market and get some, because Fresh Market tends to have the weird stuff. The Brock's candy corn, that's the second thing because they also make jelly beans. My dad loves these spicy jelly beans. Yes. And those have to be Brock's brand as well. Yeah. So they've really, they've cornered the, the candy market, the super sweet candy stuff. And, or the, um, holiday sweet stuff. The holiday sweets, Except yes. Except for like, I don't think they do anything for Halloween, right? Candy corn. Oh my God, that was the dumbest thing. I meant, okay, rewind. Let's act like I didn't say that. But I meant like they don't do the candy that you would like give away to trick-or-treaters. Some people give candy corn to trick-or-treaters. They put them in like little bags and Oh, they stuff. do? Yeah. I thought it was just in that big bag. And then you have the smell of the bag is so good with like, or the autumn mix with like the marshmallow pumpkins. So good. Uh, and the other comment that came in about the candy corn so much was that apparently we have to mi mix candy corn with peanuts and eat People them together. People said that last year. Yeah. So I want to try that. So next time. You did. I did last year. Yeah. You did it last year and you were like, eh. Yeah. People were like over the top about it. Maybe I'll have to revisit that. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. 
My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the mornings when they start to feel like fall. Those are really just, there's something about, it's like the light. The light hits, the the light hits different, right? It hits different. I love it. I love it. I love it. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for organization. Speaking of organizing, organization, I would like to share this tip that I got last week that I believe, I didn't want to share it last week because it it felt too good to be true. Mm Mm-hmm. And even though we're only a couple days removed from when I said, I want to do it for a couple weeks and make sure it works. I'm like, it's, it was something so simple that has completely changed. It brought you, it brings you peace. So yes. Mental peace. Mental peace. It, if you weren't listening last week or the week before, I was like, who can I talk to who can help me with my need to constantly create systems, to-do lists, to to organize stuff to the point, I do this to the point where I, I spend sometimes more time making up the system than I do, than it would take to do the projects that are in the system that I'm making up. And the problem, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that you're now working from home and you've never done that before. So you've been on a pretty much a set schedule like your whole life and had and gone into an office and had a desk and all of that. But things are very different now that you're working at home and we have a baby. Yeah. And so I said, is there a, what type of professional would I talk to who could help me break this weird habit of mine or at least change it so that to improve my productivity? Cause I know it was, it was doing the exact opposite of what I intended it to do. And the, the advice that I got came from a guy who has three or four kids and they're all under the age of eight. And he is also a work from home parent. Mm -hmm. And here's, he asked me one simple question. He said, do you have office hours? And I was like, what do you mean office hours? Like the office is downstairs. Always. Right. 24 seven. 24 seven. Whenever you need me, what do you need? Let's do it. And then through this conversation, he basically explained that he was me when, when he first started working from home with, especially with kids in the house, because he would just hop into the office to work whenever he had time. Mm-hmm. And because his work day was so fragmented, so it was 45 minutes before dinner, 90 minutes after the kids went to bed, a half hour before the kids got up, an hour and a half during a nap, like his workday was like all these fragments that he constantly felt like he was playing catch up and he had to get organized. He had to put together a to-do list and blah, blah, blah. So here's what he said to me. He goes, try this, set office hours. Just take a look at your schedule. Look at your obligations with Ellie. Look at your, your obligations with personal errands, whatever you got to do. He goes, and then find blocks of time that are your office hours. And when something pops up, outside of office hours, right? Resist the temptation to just go take care of it. Put it like, put it right in your notepad right in your phone right. or whatever. But because he said that your brain cannot operate 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour at a time 
at peak efficiency. It's going to crave organization and structure, right. especially if that's the way your head already works. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So he told me about that. I'm like, oh, I'll give it a try. The next day I made a list of, you know, the sketch, like Ellie's sleep schedule and other stuff that I have to do. And I blocked it out and I'm like, okay, here's um, a chunk of office hours each day. And this is what I'm going to be working. And I totaled it, up, totaled it up. It actually comes close to 40 hours mm-hmm. a week. I think it's like 38 and a half, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I'm like, okay, so that's technically a full work week, Monday through Friday only. I'm like, all right, let me see how it goes. Instantly, I felt relief. Because when something would pop up, like on a Friday night or like a Tuesday night, rather, during dinner... I had no, I felt no pressure to immediately after dinner go take care of it. And like run downstairs because you're like, oh, I can do this tomorrow at 930 or whatever. I can do this tomorrow during the four hour block of time that I have to work. Yeah. And that's why I shared with you. I'm like, hey, look, we had no structure on who would cook dinner what night. Right. So, yeah. So basically, and I think stuff like this, if you live in the same space with someone or you have a partner or a family or whatever your, your situation is and you're working from home, like this is like an everybody has to participate thing because in order for Jeff to have successful office hours, I have to make sure that I'm keeping up my end of the bargain, which is making sure I'm the one with Ellie at times that we agreed and making sure that I'm the one cooking dinner on days that we agreed. So (laughs) like, it's like planning ahead of time, which sounds so obvious, but for whatever reason, it just wasn't to us. And I think this is a much more sustainable thing. What it has done for, for me in a very short amount of time is it is just, it is simply given me the gift of knowing the next time I'm going to be able to to work, mm-hmm. and, which is it's this seems like such a stupid thing to talk about, but maybe if it helps just one other person, then fine. Yeah. And right? you have a whole team of people that are like Team Jeff Brain. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for all of you. It's so tough up here to be in my brain. It's so tough up here. It's so tough up, up here, here in, in, this the, in this giant head. Because it's just a lot of, there's a lot of things going on. But maybe, you know what? Maybe it's not just somebody, maybe you live with someone or know somebody who is who is constantly frustrated at, at organization and time and getting stuff done. There was, it was just such a, the gift to me is knowing, like right now at this moment in time, knowing what hours I have available to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm on something and also knowing that if something came up tomorrow, right? Like let's say Ellie's sick, wakes up with a fever, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and and we got to run her to the pediatrician or whatever might happen. That's going to take two or three hours out of the day. That's a finite number that I can then look to fit in somewhere else in the week. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not just chaos, like, oh, I'm going to work when I can, and, and I'm going to hang out with Ellie when I can, and I'm going to cook dinner right. when I can. It's structure, and oh, my gosh, that's all I needed. Good. Like Saturday, this past Saturday, was so great. We're going to talk about it in a second, but we went to a pumpkin patch, and I thought about work, zero. And when I did, I was like, no, I'll have to deal, that, deal with that on Monday. Any other Saturday would have me 
right? Did you think or no? Yeah, no, I thought it was great. And I really like the piece that's coming along with it. Cause normally your like your systems and stuff like this are like, I can see the stress of trying to figure out if you're going to maintain the system yeah. like on your face, but this is something that's like, you've talked to me, we've created a schedule. We, you know what I mean? Like, it's funny. We've been so focused on Ellie's schedule the past year that we kind of forgot to make our own schedule, which is good for all of us. I mean, I think people by nature just do really well with scheduling and, and, uh, knowing what's coming and anyways. Um, okay. So the pumpkin patch, here's the thing. So we went to this pumpkin patch last week, which I feel like every single person in existence, at least on my Instagram feed was at a pumpkin patch. Like last weekend was the weekend. Right? Yeah. So we go there and I'm really excited because it's actually a pumpkin patch. Like there are vines, there are little, like you can see the little pumpkins growing on the vines or whatever, right? Like I'm, I'm seeing it. There's all these activities, whatever. We're putting Ellie. Do you, do you think before we get, talk about the actual pumpkin patch part of it, do you think these farms, because this is, I think my first as an adult, real pumpkin patch like we went to one a few years ago but that was more like somebody who had a really big yard you know and they had a couple they had like a it goat. wasn't a yard i mean it's they like they're pig. they're farmers but this was like a whole like if you ever seen little people big world have you ever seen that show no it's so good on tlc um it's like roll off farms where they have all these activities and it's all fall themed and all this stuff like well, you can what you i know. was so fascinated by is the one that we went to had like a slide had this giant jumping trampoline for kids had a petting zoo had tractor rides tractor rides had just a big giant thing filled with corn like the kids could play in yeah like, just play in the corn and then i would see pictures of those same exact activities and i'm like wait is that where we were and it's like every single one is exactly the same yeah Mm -hmm. Is there a convention or is there some sort of like I'm sure there web is. website that farms go to to figure out what their pumpkin? I am sure that there are farm the Halloween activities will be like. Yeah, we're in the pumpkin patch area, right? And I think the 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 not the weeds, but like the um stuff, the plants that the come the vines. the vines were like probably up to our knees, right? I mean, they're really tall. So we're in there and I'm like, maybe we should go like in deeper so we can, you know, find the better ones that no one else has seen yet. Yada, yada, yada. I then look at Jeff and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know what I just realized? None of these pumpkins are attached to vines. Nope. Meaning, and it was like, it's a big pumpkin patch, but it's not that big. So for a whole season to be able to provide endless amounts of pumpkins, it's just not realistic now that I look at it. And then I realized there's someone every day that goes out there and puts pre-picked pumpkins back into the patch. That's, I, that's, that's probably oh, true. And I was so sad because I thought that we're going to like, you know, yeah, we're actually going to go and we're going to pick our pumpkin off the vine and whatever. And hmm, that was, um, a sad realization. But I we did, it crushed my soul a little but bit. We did go into the patch. Like we did walk through the mud. We did. Took Ellie through and like she sat on some pumpkins. We took pictures in the patch. Hopefully they grew those pumpkins and it's not just like I don't know what the pumpkin season is. So I wonder if they like if there's a couple of harvests. So they harvest them and they go into like a warehouse where they sit until this the busy season. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they bring them back out at, on an as needed basis. Yeah, I'm just, I, I can't believe one that I never realized that before. I mean, I feel like adulthood several times in your life crushes all of your dreams. <laughs> and I feel like one of my dreams was totally crushed this weekend. And again, not saying it's not the pumpkins from that farm. It was just, I thought it was going to be like a whole thing of like, oh, there's a patch. We can actually like cut it off the vine and do the whole thing. And then I realized that it's mid-October, we're two weeks from Halloween, and that is the most unrealistic adult thought I have had in my life. So, you know, womp, womp. I'm going back to the well with looking for advice because y'all came through with that scheduling thing I just talked about a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to capitalize on that momentum and I'm going to throw something else out there because I have a friend who is struggling and I can relate to his struggle But I can't, I don't have the right advice for him. And I think what he's dealing with, he's in his mid forties and he has just come up with the realization. He's just had this realization. He has spent his entire life making sure other people are happy and other people are taken care of and that he is he is meeting other people's goals, right? Um, and I can kind of relate to that because because I think there are a lot of places in in my life where I made sure to take care of, I didn't put myself first. Mm-hmm. But then through a series of circumstances, like going through a divorce and going out and doing stand-up comedy on my own and then getting fired and, and having this podcast happen, through those circumstances, I kind of broke through that. So I don't have any magic guidance for him. I don't have any advice for him, but I'm I'm wondering if maybe somebody listening does because I want to help him and I don't know what to say, but he's really having a hard time. He recently lost his job. And everything that he looks at right now, he's like, but I'm, if I, if I do this, I'm doing it for somebody else. If I do this, I'm doing it for somebody else. If I'm do this, I'm doing it for somebody else. He's like, I don't know how to take care of myself. It's almost like he's, yeah, just what you said, that he is like 40 something years old and a light bulb went off and he's like, I have no idea how to take care of myself. Which like, is crazy. And my when, own needs. When I was talking to him, I, he's like, I can't, he goes, I can't speak kindly to myself. And I'm like, that is the craziest thing because he is out, He is one of the kindest people that I know. He's the best. So kind, so nice. But he's like, I can't speak kindly to myself. And I, it, I was really struggling because I, I don't know what, I don't know what to say to him because I can relate. I've had those feelings, but, but life circumstances, what pushed me out of it. And because of that, I don't have the advice to give him. Yeah. And I'm wondering maybe if you wanted to, if you, or not if you've wanted to, and maybe if you've been there or if you've taken that journey and somebody said something to you that pushed you through it. You want to crowdsource advice for things that you could say that would be helpful and help not pull him out of it, but help him know that like 
you're there and give him some motivation because it's a pretty dark time for him. Yeah, yeah he's really struggling. So you can um, email me or send me a message on Instagram or you can call us 800-234-5454. Socks are such a funny thing because they really aren't something that you notice unless they're aggravating. And who needs to be aggravated by socks? We only wear Bombas in our house and there's a few reasons why. They're easily the most comfortable socks I've ever worn, and I never have to think about them. There's no distracting discomfort during my workout or times where I have to excuse myself at work to go take off my shoes and pull up the sock that fell off of my heel. The performance no-shows stay put. They are comfortable all day, every day. Another thing that I love is when we first started working with Bombas, I learned that socks are the most requested item in homeless shelters. For every pair we buy, they donate a pair to a homeless shelter. Now that they make underwear and shirts too, and thanks to Bombas customers, they've donated their 50 millionth clothing item. That's 50 million brand new pair of socks, underwear, and shirts given to those in need. There's so much more comfort to have and so much more to give with Bombas. Go get 20% off your first order at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside for 20% off your first order. Bombas.com slash upside. We live in a world of information overload between social media and online access and streaming. There's a lot coming at us so much that it makes us hard to find the what's next, whether you're looking for the next magazine to read, the next book to read, the next music to learn. If you're a musician, well, there's something out there that'll make it easy for you. It's called Scribd. Scribd is instant access to the Scribd library that's filled with audiobooks and books and sheet music, magazines, all the stuff that you can access with your membership at no cost. Look, streaming has redefined the way we consume entertainment. We want stuff on demand immediately now. And that's what Scribd is. Here's what's really cool about it. When you go on the website and you start making selections of what you like, Scribd learns about you so that it can pop up recommendations for you. Scribd is offering a great deal right now for Upside listeners. Scribd.com is the website. Right now, Scribd is offering Upside listeners a free 60-day trial. Go to try.scribd.com slash upside for your free trial. That's try, T-R-Y, dot Scribd, S-C-R-I-B-D, dot com slash upside to get a free 60-day trial of Scribd. If you're like most of us, you carry a balance on your credit cards. And if those cards come with high interest rates, I want to introduce you to our friends at Lightstream. Be smart and pay off your credit card balances with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Rates start at 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. There are absolutely no fees, and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Plus, the rate is fixed, so it will never go up over the life of your loan. Just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside.
Subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Today's quote of the day. We don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is Lego is an abbreviation of the Danish phrase leg goat, G-L-E-G space G-O-D-T, which means play well. Did you know that? I did not know that. You do not like when I do three random things. You're like so unamused by my three random well, things. I I'm really excited about them. I need you to, I need to feel a little more enthused by your reaction. I don't see the thing is you and I do, and this is what I think the beauty of the show is you and I do three random things, two different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you find a lot of like truly just random facts and trivia. Hence three random things. Yes, I do. Yeah. And I don't know how to respond to that. Cause it's just a random, like, it's like, if I go, wow, that doesn't seem, that seems disingenuous. My goal is to make you say, wow, to one of these. Okay. <laughs> and but to that, wow you at some point. But it just, I don't know how to respond to like, oh, that's, I did not know that. But like, it would cut, like if that came up, like mm-hmm. in a bar or something, I would be like, hey, you know, that that's a Danish term. And it means like, play well, whatever. Mm-hmm. My second random thing is wow. and this one. I th- oh, sorry, this really premature. This one wow. I think you're gonna actually really like because it sounds like something you would do. Elvis Presley's manager sold "I Hate Elvis" badges as a way to make money off of people who weren't buying his merchandise. I love that. That see that to me is brilliant, isn't it? Though to it's be like, abs- okay, that's fine. You don't have to like me. I will sell you things that speak to you. Even the, though you don't like me, and I'm still going to put the money in my pocket. And the but yeah, the best part about that is everybody who's who is spending money doesn't realize that they're lining Elvis's own pockets. Right, they're just that. like, oh, and, and that's something you buy for like your aunt who hates Elvis. You know what I mean? Yeah, and thinks that he's like too scandalous or you know whatever it is. Um, and my third random thing is the only member of ZZ Top without a beard. His last name is Beard. Oh, is that true? (laughs) I just thought that was funny. I don't know. And those are my three random things that I'm very insecure about. Don't be insecure. It's just a different type of, see, I feel bad because I like, I was felt so compelled to say something that I was like, what did I say? Oh, is that true? Like, of course it's true. You just said it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just a different style of three random things. That's all. Yeah. Well, if you could get on board with my style, that would be. I like your style. I think it's neat. Okay. That would be great. We were, I forgot to bring this up. We were talking about going to the pumpkin patch um, earlier, but uh, in Illinois, there's a suburb of Chicago that has, um, I'm guessing it's a little more like country than, mm-hmm. than the city of Chicago itself. So they had a, a big old um, pumpkin patch that included an apple orchard, a petting zoo, and then like an actual look at the animal, not a petting zoo, but like, Hey, here's some animals behind a, you know, fence you can look at. Mm -hmm. And, um, some of those animals were zebras. Uh, the zebras escaped. So there are videos on Instagram and TikTok of people driving down the road and having to stop because zebras are using the crosswalk. That's one of those things where you're like, you do a double take and you're like, I'm sorry. Am I 
actually hallucinating or is this really happening in my life? Like there's a zebra right there. We had in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago and I did not get the full story on why this happened, but there were goats. Oh, right. And loose and, goats in, in like a downtown in a major intersection of Atlanta. I know why it happened. They um, hired that service. Okay, so it was a service. I didn't know if someone like had them in the trailer. There's a service that you can get. If you've never heard of this, I find it amazing where you can hire people to bring their goats to eat your weeds yep. and your lawn or whatever. So it's like everybody wins because the goats get to eat and then, you know, you don't have you just I don't know. It seems better for the environment. I can't prove that. I don't know why it would be better for the environment, but it seems because like you're not a cool using thing a, like a gas powered weed whacker and you're not putting chemicals on it. OK, or, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So you just invite the goats to come over. Apparently the they got out eat the grass, poop the grass. The poop is fertilizer. It all goes back to the earth and it happens. again. There you go. Thank you for putting into words what I could not. And people were putting it all over the internet and it was hilarious. And the funny thing about goats is they don't really run anywhere. They just find, they stroll and they find the next greenest pasture and then they just stay there. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Speaking of livestock in traffic, what, when you posted the video from us driving back from the pumpkin patch mm-hmm. of the guy riding the horse down the median mm-hmm. of the highway. You posted that saying that people didn't see the horse or didn't understand. Yeah, which shocked me because the whole Instagram was us sitting in the car driving down the highway and in the median in between lanes on the high. There's just this guy on a horse riding down the highway like it's the most normal thing in the world. And I posted, we're not in the city anymore. And I guess people thought the background, like the grass was so pretty that they were like, oh, yeah, like what part of the country? Whatever. Like no one saw the guy on the horse. So I reposted it. And I'm like, hi, Uh, you guys missed the most important part of that video. There is a guy on the highway riding a horse. I wonder what you're like when you ride a horse down the median of a highway, if you live in that in a part of the world where that is something that happens, right? I just, like, are you, are you just taking the horse out for a walk to get it some exercise? That's what I want to know. Like, are and, you going somewhere and why are you not on the right side of the road? Like why the median? Cause well, then the you median, have to cross traffic to get over. But wouldn't, don't you think the median would be safer? Cause if you're on the shoulder, too many people are distracted or whatever. He was like in the middle of the median. So it'd be very difficult for somebody to, to get to him. I felt safe. I felt like he was safe in the media. You did. I was confused about why that would have been the route he was taking to wherever he went. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mysteries of the country. Giddy up. Completely disagree with you on the Supreme Court Cali case. I do not think you need to discuss. Yes, you can discuss it and you can get the opinion, but it should not be a unanimous decision. That's his body. Same thing with me. If I wanted to do something. I would tell my husband, obviously, but absolutely not. You know, you're in a marriage for sickness and in health, tattoos, ugly haircuts. You know, I would be 
so hurt if I cut my hair. My husband's like, why did you do that? No, absolutely not. Unconditional love. With zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and at only 140 calories, Magic Spoon is a delicious and guilt-free way to start your day. All of the deliciousness of those childhood cereals that you remember, but none of the bad health stuff. And you can build a custom bundle from their flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberries, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. Bundle those together, get them delivered right to your doorstep. Check this out. Cookies and cream and maple waffle, they are now permanent fixtures of the Magic Spoon offerings. They were just limited edition flavors, but the demand was so great, they brought them back permanently. So if you've been trying to cut down on carbs or sugar or unhealthy food in general, start your day with Magic Spoon cereal. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside and grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code upside at checkout. You'll save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, they back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com upside and use the code upside to save $5 off. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Liz and Marietta. I am in love with your, when you win the lottery, the dog for the um, farm person, your dog, that is 100% my retirement goal. But we are going to do like a very thought out specifically. It's going, we're going to have to have a ranch house. So everything is on one level. The dogs don't have to do stairs. And then um, I would love for it to be at the beach so that they can go to the ocean if they want. Um, but my other big favorite part would be, um, that I would have a pool in the backyard that's zero entry. So, like, the whole shallow into deep is, like, almost they can, like, walk in if they want. They can swim if they want, which is really good for old dog joints. And then they can walk out. So I love that so many people love the senior dogs. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. Love the show. Uh, team Candy Corn. That's all. Hey guys, this is Sue in Connecticut, and I just stopped and paused the show. You guys were talking about your the favorite Halloween candies, and you guys said you guys were Team Candy Corn. I don't remember where I heard this, but it was a game changer for me. Candy corn and dry roasted salted peanuts. Throw them in a bowl, make a snack mix. It's amazing. Try it. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. It's Timmy. I was calling about today's episode with the Supreme Court Cali and the tattoos. Um, I 100% agree. If my husband wanted a tattoo or if I wanted a boob job, I would absolutely feel like that is a joint decision between me and my husband. However, I do disagree with the hair. Um, I don't, because hair can grow back and you can color it back to the, the original, I don't think that they get a say in that. I have never, ever consulted with my husband when I've taken, you know, five inches off and went from blonde to red or from brunette to blonde, you know. That is, I feel like that's, that is totally on me 
um, because it is my hair and it is changeable and it grows back. And I feel like if I need to have short hair, I'm going to have it. Have a great day. Bye. You can't tell the human brain not to do something. What happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees. As opposed to follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's literally perspective. <laughs>